setups. Whether you love them or hate them, they're one of the most important elements in sim racing. However, so many of us don't have the time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup. Never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker. The Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season car and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All of the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what's important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. That's greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid services, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. Finally, this episode is also brought to you by Bad Weather Brewing Company. Located in St. Paul, Minnesota, Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout. And some of the best designed cans you'll see, by the way. For the tab list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. Proud sponsor of the Mad Sim Racing TC Sports Sprint Series in 2022. Into the Apex is back on the road in 2022. Beginning with the 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, we'll be trackside for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, FIA World Endurance Championship, GT America, and NTT IndyCar Series. Visiting Sebring, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, VIR, Road Atlanta, and the streets of Nashville. For the full schedule of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. The world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex Podcast. And it's Into the Apex. Uh, we're coming off of a very big time for sim racing. Uh, the uh, We want to comment a little bit on the virtual Le Mans 24, which occurred last weekend. Uh, it took the sim racing world by storm, uh, understandably. Uh, Bradley and I tuned in here, uh, here at the end of the Apex HQ. And uh, I think a lot of our guys, Patrick and Rob, I think you guys kind of tuned in as well. I think everybody in the sim racing followed it. Um, no, I mean, the takes we have, I kind of feel like are going to be negative on it. Uh, I think, I, I think the broadcast, well, may, uh, half negative. So the broadcast, the pomp and circumstance, the hype around it, 
uh, were Bradley, I think you're with me, 100% present for. Uh, we love the broadcast quality. We love the the coverage quality, the hype around it, the the obvious preparation, the scope of the drivers and the teams that were involved in it and the interviews on the broadcast. Uh, but, Rob, guys, the R-Factor 2 factor, uh, I'm assuming R-factor that was, two factor. was that the sim, Rob, that they were using? I, I leaned yeah. on you for that. Yeah, it was. Something about the sim, uh, something about the aesthetic of it, I just didn't like. Am I... Who who's with me? Who's against it's, me? It was oh yeah, it was just it's a dated looking game, and that's the biggest thing that people don't like about it is that it just shows its age. Yeah. So yeah, it, the physics apparently are there, and a lot of people do like it, but there's just something. Yeah, I would agree. Just like the way the cars they look disconnected from the track. That's they exactly. Just, they're like bouncing that. around when they hit curves, and the way they it just, just looks really yeah. bad. It looks yeah, artificial. Some of the accidents that they had that I saw on the on the broadcast, it was like, this is really arcade looking. Like a car yes. wouldn't do that in real life. I mean, just that little was, things. Yeah, that yeah. was my main complaint. Yeah, you, you it's just so. I don't know. It's just like I don't get why there has to be this licensing thing. Like I, I know I get it. I guess like it's business, but like in this scenario, why would Lamar want? them this being the representation you know what i mean like i I understand that it's like if you're you're also a business in that sense like you're trying to promote it and you're putting it on this awful thing for people to look at for 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) It was so so here's what gives me pause this is part in part why i wanted to comment on it and kind of talk it out for a second Uh, and maybe get some feedback because uh, it's a broader world than just the four of us uh, so I was surfing Reddit. I'm a big Reddit fan. I, I feel like that's where I get the idea of what's going on in the world on Reddit. Uh, so I'm looking on iRacing Reddit or no, excuse me. I, I stand corrected. There was conversation on Reddit, but I read this particular piece on Twitter. Uh, the, the other pulse of the world. Uh, I read on Twitter, somebody talking about, um, basically the iRacing population, the iRacing audience, uh, base of users, tuning in to watch this race and getting excited about it, um, even though it wasn't on iRacing. Uh, and there followed a discussion in the comments or responses to the tweet, uh, basically, in, in short, uh, calling iRacing users, that people that exclusively use iRacing, I'm guilty, uh, Bradley's guilty, Patrick's guilty, Rob, he dabbles, as he says. I dabble, uh, but I, I'm pretty loyal. He is. I got yeah. the receipts for that shit. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and but the but basically the person on Twitter or a couple people on Twitter were saying that basically iRacing users are elitist snobs. You pick the word. Uh, but we're stuck up in that world. Uh, am I guilty of that? Rob absolutely. would say. Rob would absolutely. say absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'd probably call you a Nazi or something, but well, that, that's, <laughs> a little, that's a little extreme. But yeah, oh, yeah. I'll also accept that. He uh, wants he, to eliminate all the other. I do Sims. want to. I want to eliminate. I want to round up all the other. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, just stop. Leave, just stop. Stop. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna cut that there. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, legitimately though, uh, would I mean are I racing folks snobs? Rob, you you feel you, uh, out of all of us, you maybe have the pulse. Of we are. Exam. We definitely are snobs. You, I play other so, things. You really think up. we are? I really do. It's just something. My has something. Yeah. I mean, we're right. Don't. 
We're right about that. Rightfully, it's definitely so. missing in certain things, but like, obviously, there's still something. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the best way to say. Like, I think the thing that makes people still play R Factor is why people are still playing iRacing. Racing. Because iRacing itself, I've said before, is a little dated looking in its own right. It needs a bit of a makeover in some ways. Yeah. But like when, again, then you go back and you look at what it could be, like Air Factor, and you're like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah. Air Factor is a lot like, it feels like the old Papyrus game. Well, you say the physics are good. Have you tried it, Rob? Have you tried Air Factor? No. So we're going to have to caveat that nobody on this show has tried it. Uh, So we stand to be corrected. Well, I heard like like the physics are fantastic. Like it's, I think it's pretty excited. I think it's high level versions of it. The F one teams are using. So like, there's definitely okay. something probably there for That's like driving people. But yeah, again, there's just it's it's got its limits. It's the re- I bring that up because I you know in one on one side of things we were criticizing among each other the aesthetics of it, and then and then I see this Twitter conversation about how iRacing folks are elitist and maybe iRacing fo- exclusive folks are standoffish about the, the the virtual Le Mans 24. And I take that as, you know, I take that as sound criticism, I guess. I want to make sure I'm not being the dick in the room. Uh, but I also think that iRacing people are a little salty, uh, as we've covered over the past year, uh, in that this event, this very event that is on our factor, uh, is the reason why we don't have the pop and circumstance Le Mans 24 on iRacing, which we all wish we could still have. And it was a big question mark last year. And basically it was absent. Even though we got the bastardized bastardized version, it was absent from the iRacing platform last year. So maybe we, I guess what I'm saying is maybe we have received a little bit more space to bitch about it because we, uh, because our factor in this, this event, which is beautiful. It's, it's they nailed it with the coverage. I, I said that already. But, uh, they but, but they took it from us. But they took it from us. They what did they take from us? us? What did we get? They took though? our Le Mans 24. The but did they, though? Did they just, the name is the only they thing did. that they, we didn't get because we got to do a better one because we've done two of them now. We did one yeah, but that was on iRacing and we did one that wasn't. Yeah, we Rob, won. Rob, Rob, the water. We were victorious. Oh, no. Rob, one one was the VRS series. So I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the actual event. We did the majors. The majors. The other season. We talk, yeah, and we, we had a whole week. Yeah, it was amazing. So I think. We didn't get a bastardized version. I think we got a better version than what iRacing would have gave us. iRacing would have just gave you a fancy little graphic that said iRacing Le Mans 24. Rob, you cut too cl- you, you cut close to the truth with that. <laughs> that. I mean, I can't really argue with that. That is that is a good point. Yeah. They just make it a make a graphic and they do the splits. Yeah. Uh, and they yeah. broadcast it on Race Spot or whatever. So I mean the majors does a great job always. Exactly. Yeah. But, so. We but, got a way better experience. We got a week long experience. Yeah, we we got an experience. I mean, we got an experience. Uh, I'm not knocking the majors by any stretch, uh, but it was watered down. And I mean, the waters were muddied. Can we at least agree on that? The waters were muddied with Lama in iRacing. racing because we got the 24 hour little series, and they announced it very with very short notice for teams, and, and it was just unusual. So yeah. So what brings us to Daytona, right? (laughs) It brings us to Daytona. What about it? Uh, Well, we're going to close out. The virtual Daytona is occurring right around the corner, but by the time most people check out podcasts as you digest the show, uh, you've probably already raced it. Uh, So this episode is focusing on the real Daytona 24 and getting ready and hyped up for that. Uh, But I do want to close out 
uh, a touch on the virtual Daytona action uh, because uh, the four of us are obviously racing as a team in the Daytona 24 virtually. Uh, I've done a lot of uh, preliminary events with Rob, and uh, Rob has taught me something. I don't know if this is something that's original to you or if you've heard this somewhere. I mean, we'll credit it where credit's due. Yeah. Uh, but the concept of the m- mind punt, uh, Rob has taught me. And I've learned that Rob is has the uncanny ability to mind punt somebody. Rob, can you explain to us what the mind punt is? Well, it's just like, well, you obviously know what it is to punt somebody, especially when you're doing it from behind. So, Indeed. <laughs> indeed, indeed, we do. There <laughs> are no strangers here. Do, uh, do continue, sir. But, yeah, it's just, so this is more or less just racing somebody so hard and clamoring. Like, you, it pretty much like someone that you know you have the speed to pass, but just riding the limit of where you are just almost playing with them. And you just ride all over the race until you know that they're driving in their rear view too much. And the next thing you know, they just punt themselves into the wall and you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't touch them, Not at all. but you just no, focused you your mind powers to mind punt them. It's psychological um, operations. Pardon yeah, it French. is. Pardon my French, but like mind fucking somebody. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, exactly. yeah, that's the derivative. Asserting your dominance in a <laughs> non-physical way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, asserting, that is the that is the uh, tagline: asserting your dominance in a non-physical way. There you go. But yeah, you, I know what you mean, though, because we've all done that. I think here um, we've just been doing it a lot recently, though. It just seems like they've just come well, in a flurry lately. Like today, just in the race I just finished, like twenty minutes ago, there was one guy like complete mind pumps. <laughs> <laughs> the reason the reason I describe it as a phenomenon here is because. I mean, Rob calls it. I've, I raced with Rob. Patrick, Rob, and I raced in an ESS race to prep for the prototype at Daytona uh, uh, two weeks ago or so. And, and a couple times, it's uncanny. Rob says, uh, I'm spotting and Rob's driving. He says, I'm going to mind punt this guy. And he says it's it. Into turn I, one, usually. Yeah. The guy locks it up or spins out. And I'm like, Jesus. And he yeah, does it. it and then he calls it a second time. I'm going to mind punt this guy. So it becomes yeah. a phenomenon to me as an observer. Well, you, I, I know what it is, and especially in turn one Daytona, um, you get, you just kind of move around, make it where they they're not sure which way you're going to go. Get them looking in the mirror, and in that corner, you they forget to break where they should. Exactly, you're, you're done. <laughs> That's exactly in, in turn what one it Daytona. Is. You're done. Yeah, if you mess it up, That's if you don't break exactly where you need one extra mirror check. Is all it takes, you know what I mean? <laughs> to see where your car is, and then they miss their spot by even 10 meters. Yeah, you're just applying pressure. I mean, that's a strategy. I call that out when I was spotting for Tyler uh, today. We did the uh, uh, preparation race for Daytona. Just pressure the guy. Don't worry about passing him. Just make him make him work for it. Apply pressure. And that, I mean, it happens to all of us. We've been in the yeah. position where pressure is applied to us, and we're studying the relative in the mirror too much. You miss the mark, especially in the LMP2. Things happen so quickly that you can easily miss your mark. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to get better at So that's why I know Bradley won't use the virtual mirror because he's an immersion snob. Damn right. <laughs> you purist. I don't want that weird. A purist. That's like, what I should call you. A purist. You, you don't use the. I don't. I never have. Mirror. No, he has to that have the real why mirrors I on. that guy in that race. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I use relative and spotter. Well, it doesn't no. work all the time. No, the, the yeah, virtual is the only way. Because Bradley hit it. just is. Recently. It's so much safer. 
And I know, but the the LMP needs a screen. Why doesn't it have like the screen inside? I thought it does have a screen. It, it does. It's not active. It's not in active. real life. It does. Yeah. It doesn't. In but the I see one. That's dumb. I see one in my cockpit. There's yeah, but that's screen. not a screen. It's something else. <laughs> what's what's on it? Mine's off. Nothing. No, there's nothing on shit. it. No, it does. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't turn on. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Are you yeah, sure? Because my yeah. PC's shit. Even do you have your mirrors number turned to four? All the mirrors turned on. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Yeah, I just, nothing, nothing has ever been. Well, long story short, Bradley needs the virtual mirror. Yeah, I'm okay. So that's uh, we're going to table the sim racing talk now because the, the focus of, of tonight's special is the real 24 hours, the Rolex 24 of Daytona. Uh, obviously, it's I think everybody knows by now that we're going to all four be there. Uh, it's going to be a hell of a trip, and we're going to bring you the sights, sounds, uh, the feels of the whole week, the support races, the practices, the Michelin pilot uh, race prior and the actual 24 itself. Uh, so if you're not going, uh, stick with us. Our schedule, you're going to see a lot of little mini episodes uh, through the week. So it's going to be a busy podcast Pretty feed. Pretty much a daily episode. Right? Uh, just about. Uh, they're gonna, they might not all be super long, so they'll be digestible. Uh, we're going to make it to where it fits uh, for the week. But you'll see a little extra content uh, during the week of Daytona uh, coming from live from Daytona and also from our HQ here when Patrick and Rob arrive. Uh, from around the country uh, and around Canada, in Rob's case. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. Not every episode will be numbered. Uh, we'll tag them Daytona specials, and they'll be for consumption uh, in that regard. So hopefully that's enjoyable, and hopefully that builds the hype, because we love getting unabashedly excited here at Into the Apex as uh, adults about motorsport. Virtual well, I'm pumped for real. this. I think we're yes. all excited. If, well, for, for the longest time, it didn't feel like it was happening. It, it and I'm really like, yeah, it's in the peripheral. It and still doesn't feel real here. to me. It's here. In my head, <laughs> I don't here, like gentlemen. I'd be feeling way different normally, even just about the virtual and a real trip, and it just doesn't feel real to me right now. I feel like something's gonna still going to come along and just snatch well, it let away. Me, let me say this. So this episode will we'll publish and we'll settle, but, th- but this is the last episode in the remote studio. The next episode will be in the real studio and then from Daytona Beach, Florida. Does that does that hit you any different, Rob? Not until there, man. Not until I'm on a plane, I think. Once I'm on a plane. You'll be on the plane soon enough. Well, see, the the cool thing is because we have the virtual Daytona before, like the week before, I mean, you have two milestones to look forward to. It's, you know, well, it's true. Like we go till the Sunday and then. Was, does it run to Sunday, Saturday into Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Saturday yeah. into Sunday. Yeah, yeah. so like, I'm going to have a plane. Yeah, so I got less than 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, you'll, so. be, you'll be up at 3 a.m. in the morning waiting on your stint, and you're sitting there thinking, fuck, I'm going to be yeah. on a plane going to real with, Daytona. With, within a day. Days. You'll be flying to South, North Carolina, and then we'll all be driving to uh, Daytona from North Carolina. It's an interesting trip plan that we all have. Uh, I mean, here's the deal with everything. Here's the deal going from virtual to real this is where they're going to connect for for me uh and i think for us so so you guys tell me if this is how you might feel <laughs> or maybe i'm just the only weirdo <laughs> that feels this way we have done so much virtual daytona driving over the past month several months we started as a group as a team in late november 2021 we started our practice sessions for the virtual daytona 24 some of us did many of us did (laughs) some of us sons of bitches maybe not so much but many of us did and i think i I think many serious sim racing teams did that's that's the bottom line uh so we've been on virtual daytona 
through end of November, from Thanksgiving, basically through Christmas. It picked up really heavily here in the last several weeks. We've done the iRacing Roar uh, in, in GT4s and different types of cars. We feel like we've virtually taken our haulers and, and teams and we've set camp. We, we feel like virtually we've been in Daytona for weeks. Right. Like you said on the last in. episode. Yeah, in, indeed, yes. We've we've seen the track a shit ton. We've seen, we've driven it in every type of car. Feels like several leagues for us have been there. Uh, we just feel really virtually present at Daytona. So I feel like when we, ra- well, there are no hills, but when we round the corner and we see the grandstands and we we park, then we get out of the car, we mill about, we look around at the grandstands. Maybe we hear some car sounds in the distance when we arrive on Thursday. Uh, and then you walk through the tunnel and turn four um, and, and you get into the track and you start to see it all. I feel like it's it's going to be like, I've I've seen this place in a dream. <laughs> I've, I've, we're going to be buzzing. I've had, I've had we're going to be buzzing. We're going to be, you're going to get that little adrenaline tremble of all. Oh, we're here. All this journey. And we're here. We've seen it. We've, we've seen it, it virtually. We but, know it so well virtually. But that's the thing. It's, it's so surreal to see something in a sim that's so mo- accurately modeled and then to show up and see it with your own eyes. It's there's something about that, that it just makes you a little kid. Well, we're going to, I mean, right? we're going to, we're going to get out of the SUV. And we're going to be like, we're, I'm going to look at Rob and Patrick, and we'll be like, I know this place. I'm home. I've, I've seen this place. It's going to be like Field of Dreams. <laughs> it's going to be like something. I mean, I mean, you're going to be wrong? like Kevin Costner. You're going to walk into the tunnel and never come out. Bradley, we lose Bradley in the lake. Bradley just swims into the distance in on Lake Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah. And Bradley can't even swim for God's sake. I know it'll be another one claimed. By <laughs> Bradley Lake drowns in Lake Lloyd. Can anyone? Uh, am I Lake wrong? Lloyd? Though is that a is that a wrong? No, description? you're right. You're wrong, right. Yes. Exactly right. None of us have been to Daytona. I mean, hell, never. none of us. Well, me and Tyler had never been to Florida, so well, this okay. is going to be a, as soon as we cross the state line. Yeah, we it's going to be yeah, an exactly. Well, that's going to be cool. Yeah, we see there's some Gators. We're going to be excited, but we're going to we <laughs> we know this place virtually. We've spent so much time right. there. And we're, it's just going to be next level when we get there. I know this place. I've seen this in a dream. Oh, yeah, we're we're going to be on the Ferris wheel. The, I, or you're going to so be excited. on the track so much virtually that you're going to get there in real life and be like, eh. I'm tired of this place. <laughs> I'm sick yeah, of this place. Yeah, we're going to be sick of the place. Like, I've had my fill. <laughs> Four days, 24 hours, we're going to have our fill. I don't know. I don't believe that. I, I refuse to believe yeah. that. I refuse to believe that. I am very excited to ride the Ferris wheel. More excited so just for than, everything. Just I, everything. I am more excited than a grown adult man should be about the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick, are you going to get on the Ferris wheel? Uh, you think we can fit three grown men in one yeah. seat on the Ferris wheel? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you could. You think those we could fit like, all four of us? Oh, he still it, it, it looks like one of those ones yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. You, could, you fit like four to six. So the four of us could slide in next to each other oh, on one hundred percent. Isn't there like oh, a yeah. weight limit? Because I'm a, I'm a little bit hefty. Come oh on. yeah, they're way lap, more than we are. I'll sit on your yeah. lap. Can I sit on your lap, Patrick? If it's a little tight? No, yeah. no. <laughs> Rob will let me sit on his lap. Rob, <laughs> we we know that. I'm very progressive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not above Canadian. I mean, come on. If it comes down to, if it comes down to. Uh, one person has to ride alone on the first wheel and the rest of us together. 
Somebody's going to sit on somebody's lap. I'm just going to say. Are there other carnival rides that we can access there? You're going to Florida. We could go find a roller coaster within like 40 minutes in any direction, I bet you. Probably. (laughs) Uninspected by the state. I hope I'm. Yeah. uh, Why would you say that? I'm I'm planned on the week after you guys leave riding roller coasters. Why would you say the whole uninspected thing? Now I'm not going to be like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. I thought you were going to Harry Potter land when we leave. Well, I might do that too. Are you serious? Why not? That's yeah. I don't. I don't have a response to that. All right. So let's get back to <laughs> <laughs> Rob and Rob uh, getting his wand. We'll talk about that maybe afterwards. <laughs> okay. So Christian. down to business, everybody. Down to business. Let's run down uh, the entry list from top to bottom of uh, entries that interest us. Entries where we maybe have some thoughts about. Uh, let's see what we've got in store for us. Uh, at the Daytona 24, at the end of going through this, uh, we're going to make our picks. Each of the four of us are going to make a pick in each class. Uh, so we'll it'll spice it up. It spiced it up a little bit at Road uh, Road Atlanta for Petit Le Mans uh, for us to make picks. Those of us that were going, uh, so the four of us are going. We're going to make our picks. So, gentlemen, I believe everybody's got their entry list before them. As we go through these classes, uh, be thinking about who you think is going to win the overall 24. So are we going to start backwards, like at the lowest and go up? Like No, let's, let's start at the top. Let's start at the DPIs and work our way down. Uh, I, so let's let's look through this. There are some things that aren't surprises. I mean, obviously, uh, well, a little bit of change. So Ganassi has two DPIs for this race, uh, and that's going to be quite interesting. Uh, Ringer van der Zand, of course, is back. He's joined by Sebastian Bourdais, uh, as Kevin Magnussen will not be full-time this year. Uh, so Van der Zand and Bourdais are the two full-time guys. They're joined in the 01 Cadillac uh, by IndyCar stars for Ganassi uh, and two IndyCar champions, Scott Dixon and Alex Pillow. Uh Dixon, no no stranger to the Rolex 24. Uh, Alex Pillow is going to be exciting to see there. Hopefully we run into these guys in the paddock. Uh, the 01 is going to be strong. And then and you uh, have Earl Bamber in there. Yeah, you follow he, up. Uh, he did a fill-in at Petit Le Mans. He did, yeah, and he's back. Uh, so the O2, the second uh, Ganassi Cadillac, uh, the O2, Earl Bamber, Alex Lynn, and then uh, Kevin Magnuson is in for this. Uh, and uh, IndyCar driver for Ganassi, Marcus Erickson. The Indy, the Ganassi IndyCar lineup is stacked. Uh, so they're reaping the benefit of that uh, in the Rolex 24 for these cars. I'm excited to see these guys. I love, obviously, anybody that's listened to us throughout 2021, you know I, I have been uh, taken by IndyCar. So I'm excited to see Dixon, Pillow, Marcus Erickson uh, in these Ganassi cars. I, I really don't think you can go wrong with any of these Ganassi picks. I think if you're going to make a pick, uh, and not to throw out my pick maybe too early, uh, but I like that 01 Cadillac lineup. Vanderzan, Bourdais, Dixon, Pillow. That is a strong lineup. I already know who I'm going with. You already know? Oh, yeah. We're going to wait. Don't, don't, you, don't tease it now. Oh, we make a picks. We're gonna make picks at the end. We'll with, go around with we'll, no information of qualifying or practice or anything. We're exactly, just, we're exactly. exactly. We've got the roar this weekend, but no, yeah, you don't get that. What do you? You don't get. You don't know. You yeah, make picks Bradley, based on what you think. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Bradley wants to play Moneyball over here. Uh, the Mustang Stampling Cadillac. By the way, Cadillacs obviously dominate. There's only two Acuras in the DPI class. Uh, but it's the last year for that because we'll have the the new cars next year. 
but looking at the Mustang sampling Cadillac, uh, Sebastian Bourdais was over there last year. He's not there. Obviously, he's with uh, Ganassi this year. He's done with IndyCar at the time being. Uh, but the JDC Miller Motorsport Mustang Sampling Cadillac, that's familiar to all of us, the number five, Tristan Vaudier, Richard Westbrook, uh, Loic Duvall, and Ben Keating. Ben Keating is doing double duty, by the way, this weekend, or, or for the 24, rather. Um, so, I mean, they're solid. Uh, nothing stands out. I mean, solid names, Ben Keating, he's been around. Uh, but What, no double, big, duty, what big double duty is he doing? Uh, one of the other prototypes, I believe. And we'll, we'll try to keep an eye on that as we go. Uh, next up, we're looking at the Konica Minolta 10 for Wayne Taylor Racing. Uh, winners of last year's 24 with Castro Neves was in the car. He's not in that this year, uh, but he will be present. Uh, so that'll be Rick, the, the usual. Ricky Taylor, Philippe Ab- Albuquerque, uh, Alexander Rossi's back with them, and Will Stevens. Uh, not a bad selection. Uh, not at all. I think the Wayne Taylor DPI is always a good pick. They've been present in this series for years, and they've always been a threat. Uh, whale and engineering uh, the people, only entry with three drivers by the way uh, the rest all at least four. as we see in, yeah. the, in the entry as list as, as listed anyway. yeah Pip, pippo durani is back i mean these this is the defending champion dpi uh without philippe albuquerque by the way he's not he was with them last year he's not there th- this year uh pippo durani tristan nunez and mike conway uh whale Engin- whale and engineering cadillac that was a strong one uh then we have the maybe the populist pick the popular car, uh, the 48 Ally Cadillac. Jimmy Johnson is back uh, with Mike Rockenfeller, Kamoi Kobayashi, and Jose Maria Lopez. Uh, we don't have uh, Simon Paginal this year. Uh, Lopez takes that spot. And uh, who who else was is in that Jimmy car? a uh, platinum driver? I don't know. I don't think so. There's no. a P by his name. Yeah, according to the roster, it is. Yeah. Is he? Oh, okay. They're yeah. all. They've all got P's. There's, well, Jimmy's no Jimmy's a good driver. Unless it's just right. experience in general and yeah. not IMSA experience. Know. Who was who was in that car last year? It was Jimmy, Kamoy, Paginal. Am I missing? Yeah. Who am I missing? Paginal has moved. Yeah, he's with yeah. Uh, Shank. Yeah, but who else was in that forty-eight last year? Was it just Kobayashi, Johnson, Paginal? Who am oh, I, I forgetting? Remember. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I know Rockefeller was in there. Yeah, it's Rockefeller. I don't think he was, but yeah, he it, was. anyway, anyhow, it's it's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. The final DPI is the second Acura, uh, and that is the well-known Meyer Shank Racing. That's a good lineup. Uh, they've they've uh, split with it, one of their drivers. So Ollie Jarvis is there. Tom Blomqvist. I'm not saying that correctly at all. Uh, is joining that team, uh, and then we have the two big names: Elio Castro Neves and Simon Pagano. I like how on the list, at least on the IMSA uh, produced list, under their country or nationality, they're all abbreviated. And beside Helio Castroneves is a question he's, mark. He's Brazilian, for Christ's sake. I know. You know that. Yeah. There's a question mark. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe today <laughs> he is. Like, oh, where, where, does his, where do his loyalties lie? Yeah. Elio. It's most certain. Elio, great guy. We met him at, at Road Atlanta. You heard, yeah, it, you heard met, him briefly. We met him. Episode. Correct. Uh, so we've reached the end of the DPI lineup. It's obviously a short lineup, uh, and then we're going to have the LMDHs next year with a lot more variety. I feel. Um, let's go ahead and let's throw it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you guys for a loop. We've we've run through the DPIs. I want to hear your picks for the DPI class for the Rolex Twenty Four. So many. 
There's only what? so many. Yeah, I'm not betting well, against Kanika Minolta. You're fucking right, Bradley. Well, who who goes first? Kanika. That takes away. Rob Pick was ready. Rob was ready. Can't, yeah, can't we share it. picks. Kanika Minolta. Kanika Minolta. Rob says Wayne Taylor Racing. I said Rob was ready. Okay, I we heard you, Rob. Kanika Minolta, Wayne Taylor Racing. So Rob picks Taylor Albuquerque, Rossi, and Stevens. Bradley, I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna pick. Who you got for DPI? Just based on the, the you only uh, have 24 hours to stress out a driver this. lineup. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the 01 Cadillac. That's real controversial. Ringer Van de Zander, Scott Dixon, Alex Pelot, Sebastian Bourdais. I like that okay. driver lineup better than the 02. Okay, Patrick, what do you think? DPI class. DPI class. I'm going with the Whelan Engineering Racing Team. I almost went with them. Almost. Yeah. We know who Tyler's picking. Who do you think I'm picking? Meyer Shank. Meyer Shank. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you got all the gear already for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm going to go with the number 60. Meyer Shank Racing Acura DPI. Jarvis Blomqvist. Castroneves Pagano. No love. You're, you're going to have to learn his last no. name, though, before this is all. I'm going to try it. I'm going I'm to get that name right. I'll meet the man. Uh, so that's our DPI picks. Mark the tape. 24 hours to, uh, to fret over that and to talk shit. Uh, while we're at what the does company. the winner get, by the way? We'll figure that out that later. Because that Petit Le is breakfast. That's well, then it'll be breakfast. There is a first watch uh, right yeah. across the street from the track. Rob, are you ready to buy my biscuits and gravy? Okay. Yeah, that's what we should bet. We should just bet biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and yeah, gravy. there you go. <laughs> Sounds best bet ever. Uh, hitting the LMP2 class. Uh, that's going to be a little different. Um, I'm running down the list. I'm not going to name every single one. There are a lot of well, TBD. Do. We would <laughs> there, love to there are that. a lot of TBDs on the entry list. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking over. at uh second on the list, the number eleven. It's got some TBDs on it. Uh PR1 Matheson Motorsports, the Orica LMP2. Uh, so they've got one of the Mazda DPI drivers, Jonathan Bomarito, I think, uh driving for them. Uh I, I feel like I've seen that team quite a bit. I mean, you get into the, the P2s and P3s. And uh, the awareness of the teams becomes a little less. The DPIs and the GTDs, I feel like, kind of win the day. Um, now, let's look at the number 18. They've got a TBD, but it's uh, Era Motorsport. They won last year's uh, LMP class. They've got Ryan Dizel, uh, a Scottish uh, driver uh, who is uh, pretty well known. He's, he's got some experience under his belt. Uh, so I trust that car. I trust those, those guys because that team won last year. Uh, looking at high class United, racing, you got high class racing. United Autosports, uh, they ran Le Mans, did they not? Yeah, United Autosports, that's a very recognizable around. name. Yeah. Yes, United Autosport gets around. Uh, you look at PR, another PR1 Mathe- Matheson. <laughs> Matheson. You got marshmallows if in you your look mouth. at the so so let's connect an, uh, an earlier storyline the number 52 pr1 matheson motorsport lmp2 uh say that again yes ben keating will be co-driving that so that's the that's where ben keating is doing double duty he's not the only one doing double duty oh i weekend. see his name right there. Uh, indeed the 52 uh so and, and he's he's solid uh as we go down there a lot of people uh I know who I'm picking for LMP2. Oh, I know. Yeah, we all know who you're picking. <laughs> yeah, we all fucking know. Should I get it out of the way now? Never mind the Do two it. of the drivers of TBD. Well, we know who they are. We, yeah. Uh, Should I get it out of the way now? Yeah, get it out of the way. Make my LMP2 pick. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to steal it because I don't want any. I mean, you guys can pick them too. 
the 81 Dragon Speed. <laughs> fucking A, man. The 81 Dragon Speed USA Orca LMP2 Ooh. is being driven by Ooh. Ooh. Patricio Tell Award, Colton Herta, Devlin DeFrancisco, and Eric Lux. Ooh. Three uh, IndyCar drivers and then Eric Lux. <laughs> oh, if only they would put out merchandise. I love Pato. I love me some Pato. Award. If only they would put out merchandise. If only Tyler I had would Dragon scoop that Speed, I'd have it. I love me some Pato. Award. God help Tyler at this four four day event. And, yeah. Colton Herta. I mean, you know who he is. He's he great contender yeah, in, in IndyCar. Devlin DeFrancisco was in the in the lights last year. He's joining IndyCar full time for Andretti Autosport this year. So an Aero McLaren SP driver. Uh, two Andretti Auto Sport drivers for IndyCar in 2022, and Eric Lux. Sorry, Eric, I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I don't with you. know nothing about nothing. Well, I'm going to pick United because that's just that's the direction I was going. Yeah, Bradley doesn't know. Doesn't yeah, I, I don't. So. I mean, I saw. I, I think I saw that before. Yeah, so I've seen that somewhere. So yeah, I've seen that I'm pretty somewhere. sure it was Lamar. Patrick, what what? Where are you going to throw the dart? Where's your dart? In two class. I'm I'm going with same as Bradley. I'm going United. United Auto Sport, oh, my man. Rob, yeah. what what do you think? Uh, number you twenty, high class racing. High there, class there racing. Yep. Interesting. Oh yeah, so, it's that's that's an easy one. You, do you think so? Oh yeah. Look at all. What those, do you know? Look at, look at all those sponsors and uh, look at that platinum driver. <laughs> oh, <there laughs> they are do a have a shitload of sponsors. You're right. They got like twenty sponsors. Polar hand tools. Polar seafood. I'm going to go off the limb here, and I'm going to say an Orica LMP2 is going to win. They're all horses for fuck's sake. Come on, man. Please hey, let me guess. Me. You're going to say a Gibson Edgen's going to win too, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're going to have a Michelin tire on them. Please too. show yourself out, Bradley. Yeah. Uh, let's move there to let's move to the amateur section of the of the prototypes LMP3. Uh, looking down the line here, you've got uh, what is that? Mueller Motorsports America. I see six. Andretti Autosport. Yes, Andretti does have uh, an LMP3 team. They had it last year. We watched it uh, a couple times. Uh, I'm looking at Sean Creech Motorsport because they have a very seasoned veteran, uh, Yal Barbosa, uh, on that team. Uh, I'm also looking yeah, at Andretti Autosport. You've got Jarrett Andretti, uh, Josh Burden, Rasmus Lind, Gabby Chavez. Uh, and any, anytime you see Andretti Autosport, you got the name recommend name recognizability. Uh, I'm also looking at the number 54 Core Autosport CrowdStrike Motul uh, because you've got John Bennett, Colin Braun, George Kurtz, and Nick Johnson. Uh, George Kurtz, of course, is basically if there's a sports car race out there, George Kurtz is there. He's the CEO of CrowdStrike. Uh, CrowdStrike sponsors so much motorsport. Uh, we, I watch, I, I. I've seen George Kurtz. I feel like every race I went to in 2021, I saw him. They podiumed in that CrowdStrike LMP3 at, at the six hours of the Glen. Uh, we saw him walking about at the eight hours of Indy. He drives a, a CrowdStrike Mercedes GT3 there. Uh, he was just at the 24 hours of Dubai. Uh, the man loves motorsport, uh, and he's a CEO of a, of a massive company, uh, yet he always seems to be driving a, a car somewhere. Uh, so I really, pre- I, I mean, he's almost your hero in that way. I mean, if I were a CEO of a major tech company, he's, yeah, he's putting the money where the love yeah. is for what he, you know, what he wants to do. Uh, he's so, not sitting in the tower calling the shots. Right. He's out doing what he loves. He's driving. He's playing. Having so, a good time. so I really, I mean, he's not like a household name, I guess, among racers. Maybe he is, but to me, I've, I've always, I've recognized George Kurtz. If you're, you're not listening, George. Well, certainly, he's a gentleman driver. 
Yeah. The bronze drive. But he is getting his seat done. Oh, God, yeah. So, Core Autosport, I mean, they got a podium at the six hours of the glance. So, I'm not counting them out. Uh, I may go ahead and make them my pick. Rally Motorsports, uh, Felipe Fraga, Michael Cooper, Gar Robinson, Cave and Barrio. Not a lot of name recognition in LMP3. That's necessary because it's a an amateur prototype. Are we, make, are we making picks? I'm going to pick Core Autosport. Since All I just right. waxed poetic about George Kurtz for five hours, I'll take uh, Andretti on the sport. Yeah, figures. That's that's just because I like it. Sentimental that's edge. That's edgy of you, bro. Sentimental pick. Yeah, I enjoyed their karting facility and bar. Sounds good enough for me, Rob Patrick. Well, since Bradley's just going with the name recognition, I'm going to do the same, but kind of in the opposite direction. I see this one says 74 Ranch Resort. I like ranch. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who? Riley? Talking about the, the oh, Riley. Riley. Yeah, the Riley Motorsports. So I'll take that. It's got Philippe Fraga in it. I yeah, know name. I know that name somewhere. That's the thing about racing. There's so many names. You you get you to do. know a name, but you don't really know anything about That's true. Them. Patrick, so you don't want to Patrick, be just throw a dart. Just throw a dart. I'm not throwing a dart, but I actually, at looking at the Patrick's list, I go. Doing, he's crunching numbers over there. I'm not crunching numbers, but there's he's a name I recognize. There's a name I recognize, and that was Michael Cooper. I've seen him in what used to be uh, at the Pirelli World Challenge. Um, oh. He used to race for Black Dog Racing, which is up by me. It was in Camaros. This was like Ooh. 10 years ago. But yeah. I'm going with Riley Motorsports and also, I mean, Ranch. There you go. I also see Creech like has yeah, the Pro Ranch. Barbosa. I've already said that. Bro. Yeah, I know. I'm just showing. that. That's an honorable mention. Yeah. We may all be mistaken to not pick Yal Barbosa. Yeah. Mark the tape. Patrick has a pretty, pretty good, pretty deep pick there. I like that. Yep. The personal connection. Not exactly a dart. Rob, Rob Ranch. Rob, Ranch. Rob <laughs> 74 Ranch Resort. White Mark as fuck. Tape. Mark the tape. So let's get back to uh, maybe some more recognition here. Uh, no 13 entries LMP3s. in the new GTD yes. Daytona Pro. 13. Let's, let's talk. 22 entries in the GTD regular. So how, how often, I mean, how many races in these past couple of years? The GT Le Mans class has been so underwhelming. As much as we love the, I mean, people love the Corvettes in America. Uh, Bradley and I love still there. We love the, exactly. Yeah. We'll get into that. We, we love the BMWs, Bradley and I, uh, the Porsches are loud as hell. The GT Lamar Porsches. If you've been to a sports car race with those, uh, you've have the hearing damage to prove it. Um, but it was underwhelming in that way. I mean, you get the Ferrari maybe for the big race, the Daytona, but other than that, GT Lamar was a class that was fading. Uh, so here we come with the GTD Pro class, and my God, is it exciting for this season. Uh, we were pumped to be able to go to Daytona this year to see this, uh, and you've got the new BMWs on top of it. So let's go through the GTD Pro class and see who we think is going to win. This is a great class. Uh, so KCMG, Porsche GT3, they're coming in with Lawrence Van Thor, a famous Porsche driver, Patrick Pillay, Dennis Olsen, and Alexander Imperatore. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's uh, Patrick's laughing at me. <laughs> don't even try. You got to chuckle out of me. That's KCMG Porsche. I mean that Lawrence Van Thor. That that takes the title banner there. Uh, so then we go to the two. This is gonna be interesting to see the two Corvettes. Both Corvettes with the same basic lineup: Antonio Garcia in the three, Jordan Taylor, Nikki Katzberg, and then in the four, Tommy Milner, Nick Tandy, Marco Sorensen. Uh, so these two Corvettes. With, I mean, they're going to, I assume, look the same. 
as what we're used to seeing after 2021, but they're going to have a different power balance. Uh, that's what I assume is going to be the case. Has anybody read more into this? Uh, it, that's my understanding. They're going to look the same. Uh, and then we'll, I assume, get the proper GT3 Corvettes maybe later on. Um, interesting. I mean, that's a strong lineup of cars. So so we'll table that. I mean, that speaks for itself. Uh, so it, the the next interesting thing, as you split to a GTD Pro, to a G, just a regular GTD class, who from last year and the year's previous GTD class will label themselves GTT Pro? Uh, so that's been interesting. So FAF Motorsport, the defending champion of last year's GTD class, uh, will be competing in the GTD Pro class this year. Uh, they do not have Zachary Robichon this year. He has uh, left after last year. I see uh, another big name there, though. Yes, they have Matt Campbell. They have Matthew Jeminet. Let me. I hope I got that right. <laughs> Let the resident uh, Canadian, well, yes, French Canadian. Uh, what team is this? Oh, I got uh, lost. Uh, Motorsport number nine. Jeminet. Uh, yeah, that's probably close enough. <laughs> I, I think I was close. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Yeah. But look at that third name on there, Bradley. You saw it before I saw Philippe it. Nasser. Philippe Nasser. Joining the Faf Motorsport in place of uh, Zachary Robichon, DPI driver. Yeah, yes. Uh, so that I mean, Faf Motorsport's not going to be a slouch in the pro class. Uh, so look what's next. Spoiler alert, though. Yeah, I'm shocked. I'm actually very shocked that Ricard Leitz is not a GTD Pro Team driver. No, he's not. He's in. The, let's let's table yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah get yeah, to yeah. him. Yeah, but yes, the factory fa- Porsche. Driver. We we love him from from the Fastbender series, and he'll be there. And you can believe that Bradley and Rob will be stalking Richard Leach. And you. With what a the picture. What to do with me? With, with a, Rob, you you and I both know that you have pictures we're, of we're gonna get Michael Fassbender. We're going to get Ricard Leach to sign the picture of Fassbender for us. Sure. I didn't know who Michael Fassbender was until I met Bradley. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I swear. You never I, watched I don't, believe, no, no, I don't no, believe that, no, Rob. I, you never I, watched I, Prometheus? I'd seen, no, I'd seen all those movies, but I never knew him by name. You just, you never just, watched Rob, The Glorious Bastards? If I had to watch The Glorious Bastards, I'd be like, oh, he's that guy. But I never knew, One him. Of the like, best never knew who he was. One of the entire movie of Glorious Bastards. Yeah. That I never knew who he was. They're drinking and playing. You know what I mean? I didn't know that was Michael Fassbender. He was just the Rob, guy in Inglorious Bastards. No, Rob, I don't believe that for a goddamn second. Well, you guys are the fanboys. We're all the fanboys. You can be distant. You can try to distance yourself. We know his work, too, but it's not going to work. We know his work. But yes, yeah, somebody that raced with him will be in the GTT class. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's an interesting point. We'll. we'll uh, go moving on in the GTD Pro class, uh, the so Vassar Sullivan Lexus very recognizable. The only two Lexuses, the Lexi, out there. Well, they've been split up. They have split, so uh, they had to make a decision. So one Vassar Sullivan Lexus is a GTD Pro, the other is just in GTD. So it's split now. So they have selected to drive for them in the uh, GTD Pro category: uh, Jack Hawksworth, Ben Barnacote, and uh, IndyCar. Lights champion and incoming uh, IndyCar AJ Fort driver for the full IndyCar season, Kyle Kirkwood. Uh, so we saw they were running really well, uh, Rob and Bradley, at the Petit Le Mans. And, and Patrick. Ka- well, Patrick wasn't at Petit Le Mans, <laughs> but he'll be at the <laughs> <laughs> So we saw that Lexus, uh, when Kirkwood was driving, they had the big accident and Kirkwood was collected when Jordan Taylor had the accident. They were running very well until that accident at Petit Le Mans. Kirkwood, Kyle Kirkwood does well in that in that deep in that GTD is what I'm trying to say. 
Uh, so that's a solid lineup, I feel, for the uh, GTD Pro. Uh, so take that for what you will. Uh, number next up, number fifteen, Proton, and this let's let's talk this now. So Proton, so this is interesting. The other person to do double duty will be uh, Cooper McNeil. Uh, of course, he is uh, Cooper McNeil has been historically driving the GT Le Mans Porsche WeatherTech Porsche. Uh, interestingly enough, there's always some kind of financial connection. Uh, I'm always interested to learn it. I don't say it to take away from anybody, but I recently learned, this is probably something that many people knew. I did not know that Cooper McNeil is the son of the owner, CEO, whatever of WeatherTech kind of makes sense. The, the, the sponsor, the money, IMSA, the money, for God's uh, sake. uh, it's just, it's of something course it's WeatherTech racing. Yeah. You have to note it. Yeah. But I appreciate him living his life because if I were him, I'd do the same damn thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so don't let me take it away, but it's an interesting thing to note. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they do when they don't have just three cars to compete in the class for most races. Uh, but Cooper is doing double duty, and it's interesting, the selection, uh, because Proton USA and WeatherTech Racing uh, will be competing in Porsche and in Mercedes. They've added Mercedes. I don't really know what the backstory of that is. Uh, you would think it would all be one manufacturer, but it's not. So Cooper McNeil will be driving a Mercedes, WeatherTech Sports uh, Mercedes, and a WeatherTech Porsche. Uh, and the Mercedes, I assume, is an extra entry for the I Daytona. see that. How is that possible? Uh, well, you can double duty it. That's just but, so what, bizarre. But it's interesting to me that WeatherTech has a Mercedes. But in the same event, Porsche. I understand double duty in the sense that you're going to race... You know, you can race in the Michelin Pilot and then race in. Oh, the you can do it. Weather Ben Keating and Cooper McNeil yeah. are doing it. How? How do you? God, they They are doing it. That must they be. Can do it. That must be incredibly difficult to jump into two different I, well, cars. No shit. No Is shit. You, but but what? Here's the other thing, though. You're competing against yourself. Like what kind if you? What if you end up side that's by the, side uh, in a battle for the lead against the other car that you're co-driving? In? I mean, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's bizarre. Not, yeah, that is bizarre. I mean, you're on the last lap, and the two WeatherTech cars <laughs> are side by side, so you win no matter what. Exactly. What a, what a way to be. But do you get to stand on the podium for both second and first place? <laughs> do, do you get the trophy for both second and first place? <laughs> I assume you do. Yeah. You're that, way. You're overthinking this way too much. I mean, that is strange, though. Technically, Do, that am is I wrong? Correct. That seems very bizarre to me that that's allowed. That's technically correct. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that at Nevertheless, all. Nevertheless, well, let's let me read the lineup for the number fifteen Proton USA Mercedes because actually Cooper is not in that particular car. Uh, so, but I wanted to get ahead of that because uh, that's an interesting. That's a storyline to me. That's interesting. Uh, so in the f actual 15 Proton USA GTD Pro Mercedes, uh, you've got Dirk Mueller, Patrick Assenheimer, which is unfortunate. Um, uh, is that really <laughs> and, uh, said? And for the NASCAR folk out there, you've got Austin Sendrick. Uh, so NASCAR Dirk driver Mueller. Austin Sendrick is driving. It's a good porn that. name. Yeah. Dirk Mueller and Patrick Assenheimer. It's a good. That's Patrick and Rob's <laughs> porn porn names. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's Dirk Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick is Patrick Asen. Patrick Asen. Oh God! I'm, I'm so never uh, gonna hear the end of this one. So yeah, for, I mean, you got a NASCAR driver, a stock car driver, and GTD Pro. Good, good going. Uh, next, sure they're nice fellows. So we all know this. This is a team that's been around. That they they have chosen to go with one of their teams to GTD Pro. Heart of Racing, uh, which to me is the face of Aston Martin in IMSA. Uh, Heart of Racing. Uh, Ross Gunn, Alex Riveris, Max Maxime Martin from Belgium. Uh, next, we get into our two 
Ray Hall, Letterman, yes. Lennon, and BMWs. Bradley is an RLL fanboy. Yes. Uh, so you've got pretty much the same factory drivers that you had in the uh, GT Le Mans category. In the 24 BMW GT3, you've got Philip Ng, Marco Whitman, uh, Nick, I'm not even going to say his last name, uh, Sheldon Vanderlind. Uh, so you got a four-man, but but many of those names are familiar to you. In the 25 uh, BMW, Connor DeFilippi, John Edwards, uh, Argesto Farfus, and Jesse Crone. Uh, again, yes. names you've seen in the GT Le Mans category. Yeah, so basically, you know, pulling from, and from what I've seen the from the teasers, uh, same paint schemes too. Yeah. Uh, same we, we spotted, uh, guys, we spotted at, at Petit Le Mans. There's yeah. video and pictures up of this, uh, the GTD Pro. But they put out uh, teasers of them loading the cars up in the hauler, and it's the same red and black livery that they had. Yeah. On, just on the, the oh, BMW really? M4 GT3. I need yes. to check that out yes. then. Uh, so that's going to be a solid. I mean, BMW is, is I assume, really, really focused on the LMDH, uh, but I'm not going to count them out when it comes to GTD Pro this year uh, in the new BMW. And you got sneaking in there the Rizzi Competizione. That's right. The Ferrari, Ferrari factory drivers, Rizzi Competizione. All Pat- platinum. Patrick and I saw this team at uh, the eight hours of Indianapolis. They were up, uh, up very. Excited. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen the Ferrari race. I don't think you life. you have not. I've not. Oh, it's uh, an Patrick, experience. It is. It's a beautiful car in person. Oh. Uh Patrick and I saw Risi Competizione and Spa and Frankersham Motors uh in the Ferraris at the SRO Indianapolis eight hours in October. Uh the team has come to play in the GT GTD pro category. It's gonna be uh, three of them at the race. Yes. Uh, factory drivers in that car. Uh, so Ferrari fans, that's where you're going to focus your attention is uh, the RC team uh, in the Ferrari GT3. TR3, TR3 racing in the number 63 Lamborghini uh, will start out the Lamborghini in the GTD Pro category. I believe it's the only Lamborghini in the GTD Pro category. Uh, and you've got a well-known Lamborghini driver, among other Italian Almost drivers. a fully Italian team, too, yes. by the way. Uh, Andrea, Andrea Cottarelli. Uh, I believe he drives or has been driving in, uh, for K-Pax yes, in the SRO. Yes. Uh, the man drives uh, Lamborghinis. He, would you say he's a factory Lamborghini driver? I would say so, yes. Uh, he drives for K-Pax in, in uh, SRO, and K-Pax has been an, a dominating team in that Lamborghini. The sponsors Lamborghini Miami, too. And, yes. Uh, so, uh, two more GTD pros. WeatherTech Racing, uh, number 79, Porsche. The Porsche WeatherTech Racing entry Cooper McNeil, uh, among other drivers. And uh, and then you go to the last one, 97, WeatherTech Racing Mercedes. Again, Cooper McNeil. You've got uh, Cooper McNeil, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Denny Jucandela, Mauro Engel, and Jules Gunan uh, in that one. Oh, boy. Uh, so that I remember this from last year, Tyler, trying to say all these names. It, it can get difficult. Uh, so that is the GTD Pro category. And that the exciting thing is it took us a while to go through it. And that is exactly what I'm excited about. Is is we have a lot of variety. It's gonna be hard to make a pick here. It's gonna be hard to make a pick. Gentlemen, it's time this to make is your pick. probably this category. It's not in that the Rolex hard. 24, not just in the Rolex 24. This category, the whole season of M's ahead, is probably what I'm most excited about. Yeah, it's because a whole we, new thing. Next year it'll be the LMDH. This year, GTD Pro is most exciting to me. Yep, for uh, sure. So more more than DPI. Yes. 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 More. It's oh, yes. more variety than DPI. It is more competition. So, with with excitement and enthusiasm, 
I'm going to go around oh, the I room. I sense it. I sense I'm, it from you. I'm going to go around the room. We're going to make our... This let's is, let's, this, let's, don't let's don't fuck around. Here. Don't fuck yeah, around yeah, with these yeah, picks. Yeah. We have 24 hours. Well, let's change it up here. Let's change the order of picks. Okay. We, we've been dominating here. Okay. Patrick, first pick. Uh, number three, Corvette Racing. Of course. You American bastard. You vanilla American. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Basic. So, so Patrick Stein, Basic. mark the tape. Patrick Stein, Antonio, Antonio Garcia, Jordan Taylor, Nikki Katzberg, number three Corvette, GTD. I'm a basic Rob. bitch. I'm Rob. going with the 62 Risi Competizione. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Regard, Competizione. You're gonna eat a you're gonna go eat a bowl of spaghetti if they win. Uh, that's that's like, a coming to well, that, that's such uh, come on, Bradley. That's not even clever. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob I love Italians and I love the Ferrari. I'm just I'm just saying. I love Italian food. <laughs> Mark the tape. Rob Gregoire, factory Ferrari in GTD Pro. Bradley, what do you think? I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, he's going to pick uh, one of the team Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan. Uh, that's exactly what I think. You would be incorrect, sir. Okay. He's picking Aston Martin. I hope Martin. it's not my pick. I'm going to pick the defending GT Daytona champions, Foff Motorsports. Ooh, Ooh, all right. Good pick, Interesting. Good pick. Nasser. Oh. Oh, that that challenges me a tad. Oh, who do I think can do this? Who do I think can do this? I think uh someone on the bottom of that that list would be a pretty decent pick. What do you th- you think WeatherTech could do it? I think they might. But which one? Which one? The one that goes burr. The uh Mercedes? No. Not the deep burr. The Porsche. The, sh- the shrill burr. The factory type of... <laughs> the the proton factory Porsche. Yeah. I don't know if I... Do I think... Do I think that Porsche GT3 in the pro class can do this? Do I think a Porsche can win? Bradley thinks a Porsche can win. Do I think a Porsche can win? Oh. But do I think a... You got less? plenty of Porsches to pick from. I, yes, I do. Do I want to go with that new BMW GT3? I don't know. Do you? I'm going to do it. Oh, which one? The number 25. I was going to say it's a good choice. RLL, Connor Philippe, John Maybe. Edwards, Augusto Farfus, Jesse Crone. Mark the tape. The number 25 RLL BMW M4 GT3 in the GTD oh, Pro us. category. <laughs> now we get into. Yes. So we've done GTD Pro. All that changes is the color is green. For GT Daytona. <laughs> we'll go from red to green. We're taking the green last pill, class. Red pill. So who sticks around for the GTD class? Bradley, take us through this one. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not saying names. Don't say the names you think so you we can got, say. Obviously, we have the other Vassar Sullivan. We've, they've split between GTD Pro, as we discussed. Um, you've got Townsend Bell is the obviously the name that uh, he's been with Vassar Sullivan before in the Lexus. Um, the other other ones are, I'm not as familiar with. I'm sorry to say. Um, Wright Motorsports, we know Wright Motorsports because they're in the SRO. They do the GT World Challenge America. Um, they also do IMSA. We know Jan Halen. Oh, there's have, there's your we name. We have right our there. platinum driver Ricard Leitz from Proton yes. Competition in the European Le Mans Series. That's that's Ryan Hardwick, Zachary Robichon. We know that name. And Robichon comes over from Faf from in from Canada. Yeah, indeed. So there's there's a solid Porsche team. If you're going to pick a Porsche team in GT Daytona, just regular vanilla, you're, you're going to pick the yeah. right motorsports Because you Robichon was part of the championship-winning five effort, uh, and they had to part ways at the end of the year. 
and he comes to the right Porsche. So he knows how to drive a Porsche GT3. He right. does. Rob, you have AF Corsa, the Ferrari. AF well, Corsa. don't skip the TR3. No, you're not going to skip TR3 that. Lamborghini. You've got uh, some United, actually a lot of U.S. drivers on that team. Uh, three United States drivers and one Italian driver on TR3 GTD Lamborghini. And then you have, of course, you have the other Heart of Racing team, the other Aston Martin, the G. I guess you would say the Pro Am version. <laughs> um, you got a bunch of two silver drivers, two gold drivers, no platinum drivers. So, as a matter of fact, out of curiosity, is Ricard Leitz the only platinum? No, he's not. He's not no. the only platinum driver. Inception Racing has a platinum driver, and it's, it's actually only three platinum drivers. Alleg- Allegra has one. Uh, Maximilian gets. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so hard of racing you get to. Roman Duant, DeAngelis, Ian James, Darren Turner, Tom Gamble. Uh, so they're too hard. Of, they're, they're, they did similar to what uh, the Lexus team did. Uh, they split up the two-car entry. One's a pro, one's, one's a GTD. Uh, next, you have the 28 Allegra Motorsports Husky Chocolate Mercedes AMG. Uh, with that, you have Daniel Morad, who we love here uh, from Sim Racing. Uh, Michael De Quesada, Linus Lundquist, who is an IndyCar uh, driver, Indy Lights driver, and of course the Platinum Maximilian Getz. Um, Allegra Motorsports, I mean, they've, uh, Murad has, and, and that crew, they have won the 24 before. Uh, next up, you got another Mercedes in the number 32, uh, Gilbert Korthoff Motorsports. Uh, Mike Skeen, Guy Cosmo, who's been around, uh, Stephen McAleer, and Scott Andrews. Uh, then the Porsche 34, uh, Joran Blikamolen, another, another name that's been around. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Jesus Christ. And a couple other names that maybe uh, I don't recognize, GMG Racing. Uh, next up, we're going to look at some changes in, in manufacturer. There have been a few of those. Uh, the 39 Carbon Racing Team. Uh, I won't go through each driver, but they have switched. So last season, they were in the Audi. Uh, well, we don't see Audis out there this year. In IMSA. Really. That's right. Uh, so they have switched. Carbon have switched to the Lamborghini Huracan GT3. Interestingly enough. Uh, the the support from Audi is just apparently not there is what I've read. Are they coming out with the LMDH? They, they say that they're full steam ahead on that. Uh, but from what I've read from insider information. The on the su- fence. The support from Audi USA for the current Audi GT3. Mm-hmm. Not there. Wow. So we, we're seeing Audis disappear. Uh, although it's interesting and interestingly enough, uh, and Audis were one, two at the 24 hours of Dubai this past weekend. And, uh, Patrick and, and, and I saw Audi dominate the eight hours of Indy. Interesting. So they just don't see something's not right with them. So I don't know. Uh, but anyhow, moving on, uh, the number 42 GTD, the Lamborghini Huracan of NTE sport, uh, no notable names there that I'm seeing, but it's another Lamborghini. Uh, the 44, so we've got some names here. Uh, Magnus Racing, they switched from the Acura GT3 to the Aston Martin Vantage GT3. Uh, same lineup, basically. John Potter, Andy Lally, the well-known Andy Lally, Spencer Pompelli, uh, somebody with a lot of experience, coming back, and Jonathan Adam. Uh, what we hear of that is uh, probably the, the Aston Martin will be a little bit easier for the gentleman driver, so to speak, John Potter, and team owner, John Potter. Uh, might be a little bit easier for him to drive the Aston Martin than it was for him to drive the Acura. 
the Acura had a tough season last year, uh, without a question. Well, we love the Aston Martin, so we're glad to see yes. more Aston Martin out there. And uh, Magnus Racing, always with a sense of humor, leans into the Aston Martin. Uh, the theme is basically tea time uh, with the Aston Martin. Uh, basically, if you're looking for any team out there on the IMSA grid with the most sense of humor, Magnus Racing is your team. Uh, we love Spencer. We love Andy. Uh, these are some great guys. Uh, we've got, uh, again, uh, as Bradley said, we've got a Ferrari GT3. Uh, uh, how do you even say that? Setelara Racing. A lot of TBD. I'm not going to, I'm going to skip C- there. Cellulite Racing. Yeah, <laughs> cellulite Racing. <laughs> uh, we've got a Ferrari in GTD class, basically. Need a bunch of pasta to get some cellulite uh, racing? Yes. Uh, it's, not, it's not an Italian joke. No, not at all. Uh, we've got another Mercedes AMG Windward Racing. Got a bunch of Mercedes. Uh, no big names in that one. Going to hear uh, a lot of deep. Oh, pros. here we go. Here we go. Let's let's chat about this one briefly. Uh, so we've got a couple McLarens out there uh, in this race. Uh, Crucial Motorsports. So Patrick and I uh, saw the beautiful Crucial Motorsports car uh, at Indianapolis. Uh, they've got it's a really beautiful car. They got a lot of sponsors. Yeah. Rob. They they do. It's it's a black and McLaren papaya orange car. Uh, they were at the SRO Indy eight hours, and they're now coming to the IMSA race. Uh, but it's a beautiful livery, uh, mm-hmm. and it, we'll talk. Uh, let me see if we'll t- get to them. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Okay, I don't. There it is. Okay, so table McLaren. I'm going to comment on McLaren in just a second. Uh, we've got Team TGN Porsche. So another Porsche. Uh, no notable names there for me. Uh, it's basically an all USA driver team. Assuming those are brothers, the Plum brothers. I would assume so. Uh, we've got Gradient Racing and the Acura. So really, the only Acura out there uh, because Magnus switched. Uh, and then so okay, so Inception Racing uh, with the McLaren. So we've got two McLarens out there for the Daytona 24. Uh, let me co- let me say this. So the inset the inception and the crucial motorsports McLaren uh, were present at the Indianapolis State Hours. The inception McLaren was dominant in the GT America races. Not so much in the eight hours. Audi took the the cake in that. And they were at Petit Le Mans, so yes, had some bad trouble. Yeah, it was actually uh, my pick. We so so Patrick, Cody, and I, uh, Jerry, all of us that were at Indy, uh, we were very impressed for the two. Uh, preliminary GT America races that were all basically all GT3. Uh, we were very impressed with the Inception racing McLaren uh, with what they were able to do. So as far as McLaren's effort, uh, maybe I will rank Inception as a team above Crucial Motorsports. Uh, but in the endurance side, for the eight hours, we weren't impressed by I mean, McLaren didn't have the presence that we might have thought after those two races but inception was amazing in those races so take that for what you will uh that's what we saw on the ground uh but i'm glad to see that variety i'm glad bradley that you'll see uh some of these mclarens up close yeah mclaren well we saw i saw uh the inception the inception at, but they didn't last they, 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 they were in the garage yeah, yeah they were, they in were the garage. In the garage. working very hard actually uh Finishing out the gtd round and we'll make our picks uh, we've got the t3 motorsport north america lamborghini uh, the Sun Energy One Mercedes AMG of Kenny Habul. Uh, they were at the eight hours of India as well. Kenny is uh, based out of, I believe, near Charlotte uh, with the solar panel industry. And uh, he's a very active gentleman driver and team owner in sports car racing. So I'm glad to see the Sun Energy One car out there. Uh, 
of course, we can't bypass the uh, the number ninety six Turner BMW. Yeah, the only G- uh, regular GTD BMW. That's right. One of three so, new BMWs on the track. So Turner is holding fort uh, in the GTD class, uh, and that's with no slots of a lineup. Robbie Foley, Bill Oberlin uh, being the key guys on that team. Uh, so, and GTD. I mean, you can never count Turner out. Uh, Bill Oberlin has spoken so highly of the new BMW. I believe he called it a Picasso. Rob Patrick, would you say that the new BMW is a Picasso? He basically called it a work of art. He speaks highly of it. It's good. I, I'll say it's good. I haven't I'll, seen it in person, but like you guys had a petite, but I think it's good. He, he speaks highly of it. Uh, and uh, in, in quotes, uh, so Turner Motorsport, you can never count them out. Uh, the last two that I see on the lineup, uh, we've got the Northwest AMR Aston Martin out there. Nikki Team is a name that's uh, pretty sharp on there. Uh, and then last but not least, the Team Hardpoint. They've got a brand new livery this year. Uh, they've got Rob Ferriol coming back, Catherine Legg coming back, and they're teaming up with Stefan Wilson, brother of Justin Wilson, uh, the late Justin Wilson, and uh, Nick Bull. Uh, in the Porsche and uh, Team Hardpoint, we're pulling for them. Uh, I think I missed or I didn't see. They're not on here, but I know they're on here. I know they need to be on here. Uh, Paul Miller Racing. I don't know why I don't see them. Madison Snow, Brian Sellers and company, uh, because they have switched. Uh, so, of course, they were a very, very, very competitive Lamborghini team last year. Uh, but Paul Miller Racing has switched to BMW, the new BMW this year. They're, why. Not, they're not on the list. They're not on there. I don't nope. know why. Did they not enter the race? I believe they will. They should be there. I know that's unusual. Maybe they're on the waiting list or something. There's a total of, I mean, out of all the ones we just went through, there's a total of 61. Yeah. It's a, it's a really high entrance. Wow. I mean, yeah, there's, it's going to be a massive field. Yeah. yeah. Six, I mean, it a is a huge number of GT, of GT Daytona. Yeah, it's a maxed out field. Yeah. Uh, so, so we have gone through. The entire entry list. So let's close out our picks. GTD class, big list we just went through. That's probably how many. There's a lot. There's 30, 35 GT Daytonas, 35 GT cars on track. Bradley, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Who do you think? Who do you got? Who do you have in the GTD class? Let's go. It's tough. It it is difficult. The green GTD class. The beautiful green class. So you probably know who I'm going to pick. Turner. <laughs> Bradley's <laughs> smiling. It's Turner. It's Turner, right? But I have another one in mind. Okay, too. go with that one. Go with that one. I have another one in mind because I picked Turner for Petit Le Mans. Okay. And it didn't work out, but it, it wasn't their own fault. It was other people's mistakes. Yeah. I'm going to pick. I'm going to have to keep it the same as GT Daytona Pro. Going to stick with the Porsche 911 GT3R. Which one? Going to stick with the tried and true. Mm. He's been touched, been graced. (laughs) Oh, my God. By the man himself. (laughs) That is, of course, Michael Fassman I'm discussing. I know what you He possesses, perhaps, at this very moment, the DNA of Fassman. I am picking the number 16... Wright Motorsports, disgusting. Porsche 911 with Ricard Leeds, Ricard Leeds, Jan Halen, Zachary Robichon, and Ryan Hardwick. Uh, of course, 
Patrick, who's your one pick? of us had to do? It. Who's your pick, Patrick, Patrick? What do you got? What do you got, Patrick? I am gonna go with Magnus Racing Forty Four. My that's, man, that's bold. Now we we that love and with I, the change. With we the change we love some Spencer Propelli and Andy Lally. Yeah, we love them. Uh, but they struggled last year, and it's a new car. But I do. Here's what I do like about that pick. These guys are experienced. Lally and mm-hmm. Papelli. These guys have, have driven basically anything you can drive. Yeah. Uh, Spencer has driven just about any car that you can have out. Any manufacturer that you can have out there. Uh, so I that you can't overlook that. Um, I mean, those those are hell of careers. Let's say that. So Patrick's got Magnus. Rob, are you are you here or have you died? I haven't heard Rob in a minute. Rob might be uh, Rob still here, you motherfucker. Oh, Rob's not Rob's dead. Here. We lost visual. We of lost Rob. a camera of Rob. Yeah, Rob, what do you got in GTD Pro? Let's hear from you. Oh, I'm going with. I had Turner at, at Petit. Oh, did yeah, oh, that's you, right. Yeah, you stole yeah. it from me. Yeah, I had it. Don't don't, they, don't correct the story. So I'm going with going with my version of reality. So yeah, I'm going with them again. So okay. Rob's got Turner in the hopefully a more reliable car. Uh, yeah, the BMW is probably solid. Shit, who do I have? <laughs> who, were you, who would you have before? Who were you going with? I went, so with? I went with Paul Miller Motors. Paul Miller with... Uh, they're not on the list. They're not on the list. Can't, they're not confirmed. So I, I'm being really careful with that. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I think at the end of the day, Mercedes AMG is going to come out with it. Uh, I'm going to pick a, a, a group and a driver that I know have won this race before in this class. I know you're big. Oh, also, just because you wear his gloves. I, I wear his gloves. In his I'm, socks. I wear his socks. I wear his shirt. And shirts. In his hat. In his hat. Uh, I'm a big fanboy. I'm going to go with uh, Daniel Murad and the Allegra Motorsports team. Uh, they've got Linus Lundquist. They've got Maximilian Getz. Michael De Quesada. Uh, I'm going to go with Allegra Motorsports, AMG, Mercedes AMG. Uh, so those are all the picks in the books, gentlemen. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time to shit talk once Who, we track. Who's going to get the biscuits and gravy? Who is going to get? I'm getting all the biscuits. The biscuits. Rob isn't getting any biscuits and gravy. <laughs> oh fuck you! I'm not. <laughs> uh, so let's put a bow on this. Uh, we've we've basically broken down the entry list. Uh, so what is what's everybody looking for? We've gone through that. Um, some points that we're watching. I mean, we've got the stacked roster, DPI. Uh, I, I don't know why. I'm just geeking out about that LMP2 entry with Award and Herda and DeFrancesco and such. Uh, I'm geeking out about that. Uh, well, you're a fanboy of IndyCar. I, I am. Uh, but I hope I'm not disappointed by that. Uh, but let's not forget, uh, so for those of us, I mean, we'll be there track. We'll be there for all the events, the support races and so on. I am so excited uh, for the the Mazda support race, be my first time seeing it. I think the all of our first time. Actually, you're the only one out of all the four of us that have seen right. it. Right? I yeah. mean, I saw it. You know, the Mazda support race. I mean, even you don't have to be there in person, but it's going to be really cool. But if you don't, I mean, you're going to need to get IMSA TV and watch the races because if you've you've got to have seen the clips of last year's basically any Mazda race last year. But look at the, the Daytona races last year for Mazda incredibly close i mean we're yeah. in store for some super close racing so i have a question yeah go and i want to go around the room here go as we've been doing we're all going to daytona we're going to be in daytona in about two weeks time what are you most excited about 
what part of it are you most in yeah. anticipating? It's a good question. Rob, what do you think? Uh, the weather. <laughs> explain that yeah. flush that out why are you, what, what, what kind of weather are you dealing with right now <laughs> uh it's pretty calm right now it's just cold and yeah, snowy a lot of snow yeah tons rob, of snow rob so. lives in the arctic yeah <laughs> I, rob i hope to, i hope to god it blizzards <laughs> <laughs> and it's 30 degrees the whole time we'll, we'll break those hot hands out oh yeah 30 degrees we, celsius well, we did it, normal we did it in uh, yeah we, we broke out hot hands like they were hot coals at Rhode Island. <laughs> it was a little chilly. At Rhode it was a little chilly. Patrick, what are you excited about? What are you most anticipating for this? Anticipating or dreading? Let's do. Uh, we let's know let's do both. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah, do yeah. both. Yeah, let's true. do yes, both. Yes, yes. I'm dreading the flight. We knew that. We knew that. Yeah, that was just implied. yeah um i guess what i'm most looking forward to is just seeing daytona in person i I thought you were gonna say seeing me god damn it yeah i've already seen your bitch ass come on thought it was gonna be i thought we were gonna get sentimental here for a second (laughs) fuck no i want to reunite with you (laughs) i want to see you again patrick (laughs) you just want to sleep above him in a bunk bed that's all it is. You want to sleep above him in a bunk bed. You want to feel his presence in the room. I want to hear. I want to have him talk to me again. If I was sleeping in a bunk bed above him, I would probably break the bunk bed. <laughs> all oh, right, all right. On. You're a bottom guy. Come Patrick. on, you're no, a bottom. No, you wouldn't do that. Tyler's top. You're bottom. We, we, we you wouldn't do that. <laughs> what am I most excited about? Yeah, what, what am I saying? most excited yeah, about? What? Experiencing sunset in real life at Daytona. Oh, I'm, I'm taking that too. I'm taking that too. Experiencing the sunset in real life, and goddamn it, if it's cloudy, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go off. You know, it's gonna. I want that. Too. I want that pure blue sky like we had at Petit Le Mans, but I want that at Daytona during the 24 with the Ferris wheel, and I just want to be up in the grandstands experiencing that. That's hilarious. I, I want. I want to all ride the Ferris wheel together. Uh, I'll be disappointed if we don't ride the first yeah. wheel together. I mean, we're gonna ride it. <laughs> we're gonna together, ride it. I don't I don't know. We are going to ride it. Yeah, we're right. We're gonna put yeah. Just don't drop your cell phone off the top. Yeah, don't drop your cell phone. Why would there anyone will be do no that? Videos from the top of it. Well, I'm gonna take a video from the top of it, but just don't drop it. Yeah, you might want to get something to, uh, to keep it safe there. Do you do you think as a bunch of amateur twenty four hour motorsport event people? That we're going to actually be on the grounds of Daytona International, be awake, and be hanging out, say, 2 a.m. race time. You think we'll be there? Yes. You think we'll punch? You think we're going to puss out? I won't. You're not. You don't think you will puss out? Yeah, I guess it all depends. There's there's a lot of oh, variables. Well, there's a cool. lot of variables. Yeah. The weather. What do you think? Ben? Weather. How much time you spent there already? Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Caffeine. Caffeine. It's too hard to say. And also you gotta factor in with our drive down there. Yeah. We're doing an overnight drive. So well my my advice is this. I think for the lead up days, we pick and choose the what we want to watch. We we just are not going to be able to be attentive to every single thing. Well, the actual race, yeah, the, the twenty four, the race, the twenty four. Yes, I'm talking yeah. about lead up events, lead up support, practice, yeah, yeah, practices, practice, qualifying. 
there's times like when they're doing qualifying, uh, we don't even need to be at the track necessarily. We could just enjoy the surrounding area. Yeah. And that would, I think that would take away from the, what I would say, the fatigue of listening and to the motors. And because I know Patrick or Rob, you can speak to this. Patrick, I'm sure from the eight hours, you can speak to this too. And Tyler at Petit Le Mans, when it was starting to get cold, and after you've seen the same cars go around, as much as you love it, as much as we love it or enthusiastic, at some point, the sound starts to get to you a little bit, <laughs> starts to creep into your into your mind, and you feel like, uh, I, need to, I need to do something. Yes, it's happening around me, but I need to do something else. Uh, there's a time where we could just call him a witch right now. We'd burn him. <laughs> <laughs> Put me at the stake. <laughs> Blasphemy. You're going to try me for crimes against uh, the religion. Yeah. It's, it's 10 o'clock. The time is 10 p.m. Eastern time. We're about ready to go for the fireworks at Daytona. We've just gotten off the Ferris wheel. And Bradley pipes up and says, I'm a little tired. Can't we, no, can't <laughs> we just go back to the I'm house? I'm tired. Can't we just go uh, ride some go-karts or something? <laughs> Bradley's ready to go. All I'm, I'm saying, go. all I'm saying, fellas, is we should enjoy Daytona Beach as much as we enjoy the train. <laughs> and get your sleep. <laughs> We're not there for the beach. We're not, not there the beach. for the beach. I'm talking about the area. We're not there for the area. The bars, the food, the restaurants. Oh, Christ. True. Florida is a wild spot. Yeah. Never been to Florida. We need to take in all that's available to us. I'm sure we'll be able to take in a lot just being yeah. at the track alone. Yeah. yeah. We got a couple exactly days. Right. We got a couple yeah, days. Yeah. We got a. I mean, it's going to be like at VIR at anywhere else. You get on the ground and you, st- you, you have your imagination of what it's going to be like. Of what you're gonna do, yeah, and then you get on the ground and you just you formulate a different plan than what you imagine. Yeah, you, you've it's going to be different. It's gonna yeah, be different. Adapt on mentioned. the fly. Yeah, yeah you've exactly. certainly got your mental plan of how it's gonna go. That's how Bradley and I are. Yeah, we've got. We know how it's gonna go. Okay, it's gonna be like yeah. this, and, and it changes. Yeah, so. I mean, now there's a bunch of people listening that I'm sure regulars, people like Bruce, Bruce Perry, people that have better, they, they know what it's like. For yeah. us, we're all first timers to this. It's yeah. our first 24-hour race. It's our first time no, at Daytona. No shame. Yeah. But you know what they say? There's nothing like your first time. I think that's a good place to top off tonight's episode. <laughs> so, gentlemen, the next time that we chat, we'll be in the same room in the ITA headquarters uh, just prior to when we hit the road for Daytona Beach, fucking Florida. Here we go. Goddamn, fellas. Here we go. go. Gonna have to it. And, and if you're listening to this and you're out there and you're going, find us. Well, Follow us on social yeah. media. Listen, check daily because we'll have updates on Twitter, on Instagram. We'll be posting episodes. Come see us. We'll put a mic in front of you for God's That's sake. Yes, we will. We're we shameless. Will. That's right. We'll give you magnet. We got shit. We got stuff. Yeah, to we, give we away. do have things to give away. Swag. So find us. Don't be bashful like we are. We're bashful. We yeah. get Patrick, we get the mics Rob. in our back pockets. We see drivers. We don't. We don't. You know, get a little yeah. bashful. You get. You want to be respectful all for us. Don't, don't give all a damn. Don't give a damn about us. You're not going to finish. You're not going to bother us. We want to know that people listen. We want to know that listeners are out there at the track. So come find us. Come see us. We'll let you know where we're recording. If we're at the, if we're trackside, uh, we're going to do some video as well. So we have got a lot of stuff going on. Um, so follow social medias, into the apex.com and so forth. So look out for some mini episodes in the upcoming week and then a major big episode uh, recorded live from Daytona Beach, Florida 
Uh, it's going to be a unique time, and we're we're here for it. We hope you're here for it too. Check us out at intotheapex.com. Join the Discord community. Rob, Patrick, Bradley, this is Tyler. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. <laughs>